itself and settle into her seat close to the exit. She accepted the offer of champagne and adjusted her personal shell to relax as much as she could. As long as I can avoid dreaming too intensely or becoming too anxious, everything should be okay. Underneath the jangling of her nerves, Astrid could feel the throbbing pulse of her other nature, her true nature. The fact of her existence underneath her human exterior, struggling with her humanity. The last thing she needed at a time when she would most want to remain off anyone's radar was to call attention to herself by transforming. A little champagne, maybe a cocktail during the dinner service, and one of the pills she had in her purse, and she should, hopefully, be able to hold on to her human shape. She would be no different from any other passenger in first class. The business class passengers began boarding, and Astrid settled in more firmly reminding herself that she hadn't noticed anyone watching her with particular interest, or obviously monitoring her. Of course, if they sent someone in time to keep up with you, they'd choose someone who wouldn't be obvious, she thought wryly, glancing around the first-class cabin. Give it a rest. Either the elders have someone on the flight, or they don't. Nothing you can do about it now. She'd booked flights out of a few different airports, for a few different destinations, in the hopes of throwing off potential followers but there was no telling if the elders had figured out her subterfuge. Considering how long they'd lived and their dedication to the goal of capturing her, Astrid knew she couldn't be too careful. She sipped champagne while the rest of the plane boarded, going over her plans in her mind once more. She would land in Paris and then spend a few days in the city, hopefully taking in a few sights while she completed a few arrangements. From there, she would go on to Rouen, a little more than an hour outside of the city, where she'd made arrangements, through suitably distant intermediaries, to stay for a week. Her next stop would be in Geneva. Astrid hadn't planned to stay long, but if she was fairly confident that she wasn't being followed at that point, she thought she might relax a bit before going on to Stockholm. After that, she wasn't certain, but until she was able to fight back against the elders, she was going to have to keep moving. Astrid closed her eyes, suddenly feeling exhausted, She'd taken three flights to get to Atlanta, booking the second at the airport she'd landed in from the first, booking the third in the air on the way to her second destination. She'd been on the run ever since one of her friends, Tiffany, another of her kind, had tipped her off that the elders were after her. Thank God for centuries of saving money, Astrid thought, her eyes beginning to sting underneath her eyelids as she thought of her parents. They should have been on the Council of Elders, they should have been able to prevent what the elders were trying to do. Instead, she'd had to abandon their ashes, leave them behind to travel as light as possible. Thank God for money. Thank God for having a few friends in this godforsaken world. Thank God my parents knew the elders were treacherous bastards. Astrid felt the movement in the plane as boarding began to wrap up. The announcement started over the crackling intercom in different languages, and Astrid let the information flow through her. They would be setting up for takeoff shortly. They would be arriving in Paris as scheduled, on and on, the projections of the flight to come. Astrid continued to sip her champagne, blinking away the few tears that had formed in her eyes and glancing idly around the cabin every so often. She made a mental note to be as polite and considerate to the attendants as possible, without doing anything that would go so far beyond normal consideration that they'd remember her in particular. The elders might, after all, find a way to interrogate them. 
Sooner than Astrid had expected, the doors closed, and the plane began to move down the tarmac to take off position. The flight attendants evaporated out of the aisle, and Astrid made sure she was strapped in. She took a slow, deep breath, feeling the stirring of her other nature as the speed picked up slightly. There was something in her, part of her other self, that both thrilled at the sensation of taking off and hated it. She could feel the wings along her spine, their shape somehow present and absent all at the same time, stirring at the feeling of gathering lift. God, what I wouldn't give to be able to fly myself, Astrid thought, picturing her other self in all the gleaming, scaled, wing-spread glory, launching up into the air, taking flight, riding the thermals and coasting to the ocean. It wasn't to be, and Astrid knew it. Her kind hadn't been able to truly dominate the skies in centuries. But it would have been glorious.